So I had an associate yesterday, I'm giving her feedback on, uh, they do audits in the office to see how you're working your particular pieces of work and your files that you have and all that stuff. And I said, I just had to get real to a certain point because I'm not one of those leaders who kind of, kind of like shushes you along and says like, Hey, it's going to be okay. And all that stuff. Like yeah, we have that relationship where, you know, I'm coming from the right, the right place. But at the end of the day, I need, you're not going to learn unless I tell you. What's up family? Thank you for joining me on another episode of Internal Fire. And today I bring you a series that I've been doing on Facebook called Leading Through Chaos and really bringing different leaders on to talk about how they're thriving through the season of COVID. And although we see a light at the end of the tunnel, there's some people who still need support during this time. I've already bought you Jamori Norris and his great information that he brought you about the importance of money management and really thinking strategically of how to manage your finances during the season. And now I bring you Corey Sigu. Corey Sigu is your employee engagement guru, but by somebody that's a leader that's managing multiple teams, he's giving you a perspective of leading an organization and leading people during a time where things are up and down and there's still going to be a lot of shifts and transitions that we're going to have to do as we transition back into the brick and mortar, back into what we our new normal is going to be. So make sure you really take time take in this information, get your notepads. As I always say, get those notepads, write down those notes and make sure that you really focus in on this conversation because we know it is going to bless you. So now let's get into this message with myself and Corey Sigu. How many languages do you speak? One, two, four? I know how to teach you how to speak four languages. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what languages can she teach me? Maybe English, Spanish. I think Japanese is really cool. Mandarin. But no, these languages that I want to teach you are languages that are going to make you effective in your business and marketing, even in how you lead and support the people that you're around. It'll help you have effective relationships and realize how to really motivate and inspire people and talk to them in a way to get them excited. I want you to schedule a consultation with me at info at AishaThomas.org if you're a leader of a team, if you have a team that is having issues with conflict, if you're an individual just trying to take your business to the next level or your relationships to the next level. You need this tool because it's going to be so effective that you're going to see the transformation that happens around you. So schedule a consultation with me at info at AishaThomas.org or go to AishaThomas.org, scroll down to the bottom and click on that link for individual consultation. And let's get started on transforming your communication, collaboration, and reducing the conflict that you might face. So I've been doing this series called Leading Through Chaos. And the goal of this of this series is for other leaders to hear from other leaders, to get an understanding of what their struggles are and know they're not the only one going through it, but also hear that good, bad, bad, and ugly, and also recognize that there are leaders out there that are thriving and they're striving through the season. So I'm really excited to bring this young man, <laughs> this gentleman <laughs> on today's call, because 
he's actually a leader. He's a leader. He is a lead supervisor um, in his nine to five. And he also has a business where he really supports employee engagement. And he manages three teams. And, you know, we've talked about some of the struggles, the good, bad, bad and ugly offline. But he's been able to strive and make adjustments. And he, because he has a level of emotional intelligence, because he really um, supports his team, he's been able to navigate through this season effectively. So I'm really excited to bring on Corey. Um, and Corey's going to break down the good, bad, and ugly. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about some strategies. Um, and he's going to give you guys some three tips to kind of navigate through this season. So I'm really excited to have you, Corey. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. So, so, so tell me, like, what has it been or like how has it been navigating through this season you know the corona has has had us limited i know there was one time you were on a call all night trying to figure out okay are yeah. you guys going to shut down are you guys going to go you know uh virtual so how has it been for you since the coronavirus hit and what what has it been for you so far yeah so i would i would definitely say um so first and foremost i appreciate you having me on here um but i, I think the biggest struggle that I've had is just the communication and not having to drop everything on a whim. Um, so in my current nine to five, um, you know, one day it was, no, we're going to, we're going to hold steady in the office. And then it was, well, we're kind of toying with the idea. And then it was all hands on deck. We got to get out the building. And so it was like you then having to manage your employees and not scare them and not make them panic as far as, well, what, what's going to happen? Am I going to have my job still? Am I going to be able to work from home? Am I still going to be able to get paid even though maybe I can't work from home? Like, what does that mean for me as the actual associate? And so there was a lot of, um, I guess the hiccups at first was the communication and the kind of from the higher ups coming on down saying, okay, this is the direction we're moving. And how do you communicate that effectively to your team without, without causing the panic? So what, so how did the lack of communication, how did it, I mean, how did it make you feel? Because even on my end, that was the first breakdown that I noticed me being someone that is very about communication. I like clarity. Mm -hmm. It was like, everybody didn't know what to do. We were getting conflict, me conflict and messaging and messages and being in the military, you have like the higher up saying one thing, but then the individual military bases are affected differently. I mean, and then we will get messages from the, the commander on the actual military base. And it was just like layers to the communication. So when it yeah. got to that, to us, you know, I still always had questions like, well, does this mean we can go into the office? Does this mean we can? So how was it making you feel as a leader to see that breakdown in communication? Yeah, I mean, I just took it in stride and understood that like there will be hiccups and there's going to be some things that you got to work through because maybe your director or your vice president or your regional vice president is telling you something. Maybe the CEO is bringing something down the line that they're like, well, I'm sure not what it, uh, you know, I, I sh I, I'm not sure what it is. Um, do we become, you know, do we go to work from home? Do we not? What direction are we going? But it bothered me to see that, that it just seemed like there was no plan in place at all. Because as a company, I would, I would, especially like a fortune 500 company, technically, um, what are your plans in place for disasters? We went through Harvey, what was that? 2018, um, in, in Houston, uh, yeah. or was that 2017? I think it was. And so that should have tipped off every company, really, especially ours, to say, like, our employees can't get to work. Um, physically, we can't get to work. Our employees are affected by the struggle. 
um, they also have lives and children and family members that are affected by whatever this disaster that's going on. How do we combat that? Or like, how do we, how do we get ready for the next time? Because if you, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Right. Yeah. So I, yes. I felt some kind of way because I was like, the communication is just off. And there's a certain time where I always say you got to manage out, manage up or manage down. And so there's, there's a certain point in time where you just got to be transparent and we're all adults and we're all humans and don't give the wishy-washy. No, well, I don't think so. And, um, well, no, I think we are moving toward that or, um, man, we, we just, and I'm doing the bunny fingers right now. We just got the call to say that, you know, we need to start moving people out and whatnot. So I, I felt some kind of way because I was like, at, we're in panic mode and you're still kind of like, the CIA and you're like, oh, this is, this is my info. I'm not going to tell you yet until it's actually there. Like preppers, like we're, we're adults at the end of the day. So you can mm-hmm. feel free to let us know like, Hey, look, we're discussing this right now. It's still to be announced, but just, just a heads up that this is what may be coming down the pipeline. So, um, yeah, that, that definitely was the biggest hiccup. I think everything just like started moving smoothly after that. Once we kind of got that, the communication out the way. Yeah. And, and, and that was, you know, you mentioned communication, but then the second part you talked about, I call it innovation because you said, Hey, we've been through this already. So there are lessons that we could have learned for through the first experience that could have prepared us for this experience. But now we're running into the same issue because what innovation didn't happen. Adjustments weren't made then. And I think that is so important because we have a lot of people, like even people who are struggling during the season. And one of the tips that I gave when I was on um, Natalie Nelson Parker's Her Life for her community of um, young leaders is a lot of times we forget about the bad times or the bad times we have experienced in the past and what we learned in that season. But a lot of times what people don't do is that they don't prepare for the next season because, the, mm-hmm. the, I mean, it's natural. We're going to go through the seasons. of It might not be this extreme. But we're going to go through seasons of hard times, but it's important that we adjust and we innovate and we make changes during that time. So I think that's really key that you highlighted, hey, we've been through this before and now look at us here again and we haven't made the adjustment. So leaders, if you're out there, remember that when you are going through these seasons, even if it's new for you, you need to come back on the other side and really start finding, figuring out what did you learn from this? I'm expecting when we go back to the organization that they ask everyone there at the organization and ask, hey, how were you able to manage or what were the hiccups you saw from the outside that you need us as leadership to adjust to? And if they don't, I'm going to ask, hey, sir, uh, can we, would you mind holding, doing a little town hall? Because again, this is affecting the people and everyone behind it. And I think it's important, not just as leaders, that we might recognize some hiccups, but get with your people and understand the hiccups that they're seeing. So how are you, how have you been able to do that? Like what um, have you done as someone that manages, you said three teams, probably around 14 people. How have you been able to maintain connection and allow them to have some level of confidence in your leadership during this season. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it honestly, it started way back when you start developing relationships with people. Mm. So it's not panic mode. Once it actually, once it actually happens and you're like, Oh my God, what do I do? It started way back when, when you first start developing those relationships and um, what, what it is, you want to build the foundation to whatever it is. And so once you build that foundation and you have the relationships with your people, you have the trust with your people, you have the connection with your people, 
um, they are bought into what you do. Once you start giving directives and start, you know, having a level of transparency with them to say like, hey, I'm giving you the inside track. Like this, this is where we're moving because that's the type of person that I am. Once, once I get information and it will go back to like, it kind of bothered me for that as well. So my, my peers, we get information. I go back to my team and say, hey, FYI, this is what's going down. So just be ready. Um, I, again, we're adults. I can't tell you that it's gonna happen. I can't tell you that it's not gonna happen, but I'm gonna keep y'all updated with this. And so it was like, it just seemed like I would tell my team and then everybody else around would be like, wait. And it's like their ears were perking up and they were like, wait, what do you say? What, what happened? Because um, they didn't hear because, from their leader? Right, because oh. their person didn't come back and say, hey, FYI, this is what's going down. And so it kind of snowballed into um, kind of like a, a smooth process for us because once we got the word, hey, we're going to work from home, they were like, cool. I, I started prepping for it. I didn't have a problem with it. I was also ready to say if we didn't have to leave the office, but I, I was able to pivot on either one. Um, and so other other teams, they were like, oh my God, and it's like frantic panic. And they were like, well, now maybe I got to go get a laptop or maybe I have to, how do I work from home? Or like, what do I have set up? And my, you know, my team was kind of just like, okay, well, I guess we'll just be working from home now. <laughs> um, so that, you know, so you, you have to develop that foundation and the relationships and really have that, in, that engagement into your employee to say, I trust you with this information I'm going to give you. Uh, trust me on the direction that I'm leading you. And then at the end of the day, just follow my lead when it's time for it, when it's time for this to, to make moves. So um, I love that. I yeah, that, that took us down like a smooth transition from there where other people were, you know, I, I'm getting, I'm getting messages on Skype and I'm getting, you know, text messages from like old teammates and stuff like that. Old associates that had gotten promoted at some point in time in a different department. And they're like, Hey, you heard anything? It heard it. And it's like, they, they knew that they could come to me to be able to get the information. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's all about communication. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here for the other half of this message. That'll be back to you in one second. I want to invite you guys personally to take advantage of the free coaching sessions, the free leadership sessions that myself, Corey Sigu, and even me and my girl, Nathalie Nelson Parker, are offering to leaders out there. Now you might not think it applies to you right now, but if you are somebody that wants to start a business, you have a brand, or you maybe you work for an organization and you wanna level up, there's certain skills that you need. There's certain systems and ideas and strategies that's gonna help take that thing to the next level. So I wanna personally invite you to our free, and yes, free sessions that are hosted on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So go to AishaThomas.org backslash free session. Again, AishaThomas.org backslash free session so you guys can take advantage of these free opportunities to take your brand, your business, your leadership skills to the next level. Wow, that's powerful. I mean, I wrote down that, you know, you build that relationship early and you had already had effective communication with your team. And I used to do that as well. I mean, uh, um, I remember being in tons of meetings. I'm not as in, in meetings as much in my nine to five, um, but 
whenever we did have a meeting or something came down, I went and briefed my entire team. Hey guys, this is what's going on, you know, so be prepared. And that's mm-hmm. why it's so important because you're saying that you build that relationship, that communication relationship early. So because you were communicating and letting them know what's going on, it was easy to transition. And I think also I took from that is that you need to learn from other leaders. There mm-hmm. might be a multitude of leaders within that organization, or maybe you're a business leader. But maybe if you're noticing those gaps or you're like, okay, his team is not in a frantic, but mine is, hey, Corey, um, can you let me know like what you're doing? What strategies are you using? Because you might be learning from other leaders as well. But I think it's so key, like you said, to start building that relationship early. So are you building those relationships early? Do your people trust you before you end up in chaos? Because if they don't trust you ahead of time, they're going to already be like, you know what, I already know he's not going to let us know ahead of time. Like they're already Mm -hmm. expecting that you're not going to keep them updated. So now they're going to the website of the company. They're going to other people that they do trust because they don't trust in you. And I think that's powerful that you built that relationship early, which helped your team and, you know, helped you transition effectively. So that's really, really good. So outside of communication, you know, you built those relationships early. You're communicating um, with your team. Um, how are you guys communicating now? Like what kind of um, means are you using? Because there might be some leaders out there that are like, okay, what are some ideas of how to maintain communication, making sure I'm checking in, making sure that I keep my people engaged and show that I care. How are you maintaining that communication relationship um, during yeah. the season? So that's my, that's my expertise, right? You got to be Ooh, creative. Okay. <laughs> like you got to be yeah. creative in how you, and how you actually communicate with your people. And I'm going to break it down to two pieces. Um, what do you communicate by and how do you communicate? And sometimes you got to check yourself in that. So the first part is, what do we communicate on? So be creative. The, the thing that they told us, um, as a, as a company was, Hey, get on WebEx. Um, you know, that way you can see your people and y'all can have conversations and all that stuff. And then guess what happens the first day we get from home or we're working from home. WebEx doesn't work. I can't Mm -hmm. hear you. Now you have to be logged into this other thing. And then they were like, hey, try the uh, Skype for business chat thing on there and see if you can do a video chat. And then they're like, nope, that's not working either. I can't hear, you know, three quarters of my associates. Uh, some of them don't have, don't have a camera, um, you know, to, to, for me to be able to see them. Well, how do you become creative? And so even, the, even this platform here, like we, we started our Zoom power sessions in the morning. Um, you know, we even, we, in, even wait, in the wait, chat, wait, wait. Like, let's talk about the power session before you continue. What is the power yeah. session? So, so every morning, every morning we got to pulse check each other, right? Even, even myself, like I feed off of my associates. So I want to see you. I want to at least talk to you. And it's not for me to be the big, bad supervisor, manager, whatever to be like, I got my hand on you and I see you and you're logged in right now. And now I know what your time sheet should look like. It's not about that. It's the relationship we built and the the foundation that we have that my associates are telling me the other day i'll tell you a story real quick the other day uh what was this about wednesday uh i'm working from home so i'm taking my trash out while we're doing the meeting and so one of my associates started well where's your face at and so he was like i was like okay well, let me go ahead and turn my camera off so i was like i'm you know i'm taking the trash out or whatever and uh, he was like nah because we want to see you and they were excited about that they were like i want to see everybody and so, you know, we just make it light, like joke around to, to get yourself in the mindset of like, hey, I'm at home, but the, but the workday doesn't change. So as I can touch you and like I'll touch myself on the shoulder, as I can touch myself, I can't touch you right now. 
when it, when we were at work, when we were in the workspace, I can physically see you, I can touch you, I can see how it's going, I can read your body language and all that stuff. So it's still being able to consistently do that, but being creative and what platform do you use? I know through Zoom, I can still see you, I can still talk to you, and I know the hiccups really aren't there. Um, my first two options went, my Skype for business went, my no shade to Skype, um, my uh, WebEx wasn't working, so I couldn't hear him. So how do you become creative? Um, I even had another another uh, peer of mine. She said, "We're doing they're they're doing sessions of TikTok dances," and so I was like, "Maybe it's not me. <laughs> I'm not gonna wow. TikTok you." <laughs> but Renegade. it makes sense Renegade. because yeah. So they're doing the whole what is it like the little Maybe whatever get out the way. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then you got to get out the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know that, but it livens it up for the people to say like, "Hey, I'm at home, but I'm still enjoying being around my my family, really." And that's the goal to build your entire team is to be a family. You're there for them, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sometimes hours a day. That's your family, and you should operate as such. Um, mm -hmm. So that's your pick your platform. So find your platform. Be creative in seeing your people, being able to touch your people through the the actual platform that you're using uh and then the second part is how do you communicate so we have our power sessions when i can be lively and i can bloom and i can do all these things and you can see me do it and if i have to deliver some some news or some business info or some this is a new process that we're coming out with you can see my demeanor to be for me to be able to tell you this but a lot of times we're communicating through chat or text message or something like that you can't see my demeanor. And so I had an associate yesterday, I'm giving her feedback on, uh, they do audits in the office to see how you're working your particular pieces of work and your files that you have and all that stuff. And I said, I just had to get real to a certain point because I'm not one of those leaders who kind of kind of like shushes you along and says like, hey, it's going to be okay and all that stuff. Like, yeah, we have that relationship where you know I'm coming from the right, the right place. But at the end of the day, I need, you're not going to learn unless I tell you. And there's a lot of people who are craving that feedback. I think the statistics says somewhere upwards of like 60 or 70% of people actually want that feedback. Yeah. And for some reason, as leaders, we're like, well, it's okay. You know, I'll, we'll work on it next time or whatever. Um, but it, it's give the, give the hard conversation feedback and, it honestly, it was, I could have made every excuse in the book. It's four o'clock. We get off at four 30. It's four o'clock on a Friday. You're about to start your weekend. And I'm about to come at you with this, with this information that I'm like, you need to change this. Um, but that's again, our relationship. I can do that because I built it with you. And so my, my information was, Hey, look, you've been getting knocked on the same thing for three months now. Something has to give. And then we worked through it. And she understands it. And I know she understands it because she was like, her response was, I appreciate the feedback. It wasn't left on read. It wasn't, I didn't respond for the next 30 minutes and logged out. Like it wasn't that. It was like, hey, I appreciate it. Can you send me this? That way I can use that as my checks and balances. So then she empowered herself to say, okay, I'm going to take steps to fix it. And so then after that, I just have to trust you. I'm going to check in on you, but I got to trust you. Yeah. So the thing is, as leaders, we can sometimes become uh, pushed into a, or, or funneled into a corner by having that conversation 
because you don't know how that's coming off to them. I gave feedback to the associate the other day and I had to circle back and say, you know, I'm coming from a good spot. Like, don't, I, I realized after reading it again, that it sounds like I was just like shooting flames at you. And he was like, no, 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 I didn't take it that way or whatever. But even for myself, I had to check myself to say through through text message or through typing on IM, um, sometimes it can be misconstrued on what you're Definitely. trying to say. So your simple, hey, can you get this done for me, can come off as, I need you, hey, I need, you, I need you to done? get this done right now. Yeah, like, yeah, right yeah. now. Drop yeah. everything you're doing, get it done right now. And so, you know, it can come off bad. But so, so just make sure you're checking in on your associates and you're, you, you're realizing how your, how your communication is coming off because we are operating in a time where you might not be seeing me right now. And yeah. even seeing my face right now, seeing your face right now, what I'm saying could sound completely different if you don't see my face. That's true. That's true. That's so true. Like a text messages and things can get misconstrued. And I, I really like, again, I, I, you're yeah. dropping so many great nuggets. Like, you guys, make sure you go check out Corey. Like, he's, again, employee engagement expert. He's going to be able to get your team to the next level because not only does he manage and lead within his nine-to-five, he also has a business. So he's trying to support other leaders in these same strategies so they can help and maintain that engagement, which aids in performance, productivity, and retention. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, there are studies that show that employees that get regular feedback are more engaged, three times more engaged. So so that's why, you know, I've been putting stuff out there too. talk about engagement, you know, like or find ways to engage them, have feedback, make sure you're connecting with them. So just like you said, choose your right platform. If your one platform doesn't work that maybe the company has, OK, maybe look into other platforms. We've been on Zoom. Um, Zoom has been perfect as well as my within my organization. And just like you said, when we all were on Zoom together, my leadership team, because it's all a bunch of leaders. So all the mm-hmm. leaders of the organization within our little shop, we all hopped on and they were so excited to see each other. You know, they're yeah. like, man, I miss you guys. Because we at work, we would get up and midday we would have these little chats, you know, by mm-hmm. the table. We had our routine. And this has kind of disturbed it, especially if you have people who have behavior styles like Corey has, where they love interaction. So they need to see you. They want to be able to see your face. Um, And that really benefited. We're meeting twice a week now. So we're maintaining that engagement, having that chitter chatter in the beginning. And maybe we might not even start talking business until 20 minutes within the conversation. Mm -hmm. Because again, we're trying to keep our people engaged and keep each other engaged and support each other as other leaders. Um, You also talk about feedback. That is so important. Like I was saying earlier, like we might think that we know it all or you might say, oh, well, I'll deal with it when we get back to work. But it's important that you're giving feedback and then following up because just like you did, hey, I reached out to, you know, my team member and I asked them, did that come off wrong? I just want to make sure that I Mm -hmm. convey that effectively. So, again, I love that. Just so many nuggets. So as other what kind of process do you have as other leaders? Because, again, our leadership team, we get together twice a week talk about different things but what would you say about other leaders making sure they connect not only with their team but with other leaders do you guys have a process like that or and if you don't what would you suggest to other leaders on staying connected to other leaders as well so they can have that leadership support because what you experience as a leader is totally different than what you might experience as a team member yeah so as in process right now we meet every day as a leadership team and so it's our managers. Sometimes, you know, it could be the higher ups and whatnot. Um, but we meet every day to kind of go over um, what's the plan, what's the new information, how we how do we disseminate that information and all that stuff. Um, so we we go via WebEx um, that way. 
you know, we can talk to each other, we can see each other. And honestly, over the last week, it kind of showed to me the engagement level of the leaders, because as my team is saying, I want to see your face. I want to, you know, I want to talk to you. I want to be engaged with you. These meetings are also kind of like some people have their camera on, some people don't have their camera on. You can kind of hear a question and they're like, so what do y'all think about this? And then all of a sudden you hear, Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm here. Um, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to part one of this conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for part two, where me and Corey go a little bit more deeper in this conversation. So now you got a week, reflect on your notes, reflect on your information and come back and listen to some more amazing nuggets next week with myself and Corey Sigu. See you guys next week. Are you ready to take yourself to the next level, your family to the next level, your business to the next level? Make sure that you're not just listening to me, but you're listening to the entire Speak Fire team. What's up, guys? I'm Aisha Thomas, the host of Internal Fire, and I want to introduce you to the other people that are a part of this Speak Fire squad. Make sure you head over to Leadership Fire and check out Michael G's podcast, Student Fires, hosted by Bobby B., Champions Fire, hosted by Cornelius D., Father's Fire by Jody S., and Young Fire by Sean B. Make sure you like and subscribe to each and every one of those podcasts. And trust me, it'll help you get to the next level. Go check them out now. I want to shout out all my faithful listeners for tuning in every week. And don't forget to follow me on social media at Miss Aisha Speaks on all platforms. That's M-S-A-I-S-H-A Speaks. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Turn your notifications on and leave a comment if this podcast has blessed you in any kind of way. I thank you for all your support. Many blessings to you.